in the midst of darkness, light persists. Hey everybody, this is TJ Del Reno. You're listening to Gandhi Show Podcast. Tell me something good. With me as always is Lance Huis. Hey, what's up, guys? And Brendan and, Fitz- and women too. Oh, and <laughs> Brendan Fitzgibbons. Hey! Today, Lance, who do we got today, buddy? Sorry, I'm eating noodles. Uh, Very good. Our guest today is our friend Scotty Lavelle. That's right. Okay. Thank you, guys. That's right. Thank you. uh, I still don't know how to say what Scotty is. Scotty is an anesthetist. That's very good. Very good. Anesthetist. But most important... Stand-up comic. He's a stand-up comic. Artist, painter. A very amazing, good painter. Very, very good painter. Painter. <laughs> Surfer. Stop, guys. Surfer. Just stop. Lover. And another guy who has more money than I'm touching TJ. touching myself now. All right. Here we go. But We're already he's an anesthetist. That was his, um, that was like, has been his longest uh, term, jo- like, yeah. maybe job, we could say. Yes, 11 years. And Scotty, what is an, an anesthetist? So an anesthetist, <laughs> it's actually called a certified registered nurse anesthetist. Okay. And so what they are is you get a nursing degree of bachelor's degree in nursing uh-huh. and then you take like a you know a year worth of prereqs and you apply to an anesthesiology master's program did it yeah okay so it's an <laughs> msm uh in, in nurse anesthesia oh microsoft Network. Of science of oh. nurse anesthesia have you always not had testicles <laughs> oh, i know i have a whole st- <laughs> you just fucking booed me dude, dude. <laughs> I literally know you didn't boo. Don't boo. It's true, dude. I have a whole joke about the first time I ever had to give a bed bath. It was horrible. Oh man, oh, that's a great bit. I heard that one. Uh, yeah. That's a good bit. Yeah. So what is the? the I'm sorry, I'm eating these noodles. If it sounds mumbled. Um, <laughs> what is? Uh, I'm almost done. Um, <laughs> I was starving, dude. Kind of podcast so is this? The DJ Lance is. can eat noodles and not get booed. I make one <laughs> testicle <laughs> joke. You're booing me off. The I goddamn you guys hot chips and guac. <laughs> so and then. So your role at you work you work in a hospital, correct? When you work, yeah. And yeah. your role is your role is what? It's just anesthesiologist. So, so I, uh, for for about six years, I was a night shift guy. Yeah, oh call night shift guy in a level one tra- transplant trauma wow. center. What yeah. does transplant trauma mean? So, uh, well, f- transplant, it's a, it's a level one uh, transplant center. It does heart, liver, lung transplants, kidneys, but it's a level one so trauma center as well. What's the difference between a level one trauma center and a level one improv class? If you had to break it down. <laughs> <laughs> How would you describe the difference? <laughs> They're both traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Sing. Um, so, so your role there is what? You put people under? So, yeah. Um, well, uh, so... So there's an anesthesiologist. You're the like the assistant to that, or you're what? Yeah. What, what is so the role? Let, let me explain to you. So essentially, in this hospital on night call, there will be four nurse anesthetists, one carrying an obstetrics beeper for stat cesarean sections, yeah, and ep- labor epidurals. Another nurse anesthetist will have a cardiac beeper, which includes heart bringbacks, like if a heart's bleeding after surgery. Right. Uh, they're emergent. You have to crack their chest. They're making code. Yeah, they're crazy. And then um, transplants, where you, we do liver transplant. Oh, I shouldn't say the name of the hospital. Can you bleep that out? Yeah. Yeah. Take out the name of the hospital, please. Okay. Yeah. Ready? Pick it, <laughs> it up where you were talking and... Uh, and so... Uh, uh, what hospital was it? <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick, dude. You're, You're such like a dick. I was getting ready to say something, and I was like, oh, sidetrack. Fitz's <laughs> no. whole purpose for this podcast is to kick, constantly kick Scotty in the ball. Just throw you around, That's bro. It. Just throw me around the room. All right, let me ask you this question, because this is something that just came to me. That I, This is a legit question. When I was in sixth grade, I broke my femur mm-hmm. skiing. Yeah. And That's I had a leg bone. Leg bone for huge, people at home. Huge, huge leg bone. bone. Mm-hmm. I went into that surgery with pubes. I came out with them <laughs> shaved. I'm pretty sure. Is yeah. that something that happens under? Does someone shave in my dong? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's, it's funny you say and that. And is that you, and Scotty? I'm, and people, I'm a serious. People, this people is a serious question. That, uh, people think that you. <laughs> that people think that like. Uh, I mean, if people are like <laughs> very professional. But it's yeah. always some really hot nurse. <laughs> You're just saying that. You brand dick. new fucking grab yeah, right. that shaves your dong, and she totally judges you. <laughs> it totally. was probably some like 80-year-old at guy what named hospital? Carl. <laughs> Where was it at, Fitz? <laughs> this was in the Grand Geneva. Um, all right. Yeah, because I was wondering. I think that happened. And 
I'm like, is this the drugs? And then again, I'm like, this is a pretty perfect shave. Uh, man, you know what? Like, it, Fitz is there every week with an injury. <laughs> so many. Like, it, off Fair, air, I'll shave. tell you guys some f- crazy stories. But, but what about on air? People do shave stuff. <laughs> I can't tell you too crazy. Wait, what were the other two nurses there? You gave us two. What were the other two kinds there? There's a cardiac arrest one. All right, all right. So um, you basically have on, on the night team, there's yeah. one cardiac anesthesiologist. So this guy can do any case. Yeah. So he can, he can do all the complex transplants. Or it might all. be a woman, you know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. A cardiac anesthesiologist. <laughs> gender neutral. It's gender neutral. Um, and then uh, four, uh, three to four nurse anesthetists. And one covers the main OR, which is like just regular things that come back yeah. in the middle of the night. The other one's cardiac, which is the trauma transplants and hearts. There's one in OB, and then there's one that is free to do the trauma that comes okay. in. And where are you in that? I am either in cardiac or um, trauma, but then uh, I started out in OB all the time. I was the f- original guy in a nurse anesthetist to get take night call, and I was in OB all by myself in this like dungeon with a bunch of pregnant ladies. It was quite scary. So you gotta wow. be on quite your feet, scary. right? Let's someone comes in trauma center, you have to like know immediately what to put in their body to, yes. to keep yeah. them. Yeah, which is basically, if somebody's really sick, it's basically nothing. We just keep the person warm, run fluids in, keep up with blood loss. Yeah. So if they're dying, like their heart's exploded, yeah. or they're, they got shot in the aorta or something like that, it, they if they're packed in and they have to crack the guy's chest, the only thing that the person gets is just fluids. That's it. Life-sustaining shit. Uh, making sure that their lungs are ventilating, uh, their blood is circulating to their brain. So you don't just... That's the whole purpose of you don't, bad trauma. So you don't just put people under. You you no, like no. you stabilize people. Yes. For for if they if you come in dehydrated for, or or hum- for sure. like alcohol poisoning or no. any. You know what, what? You know what the misnomer is. It's really funny. Is that a lot of people think when they go into a hot trauma, like they're really shot up. Well, they have people that stabilize you and then initially in the field, very generically, oftentimes. Okay. And then they like come, the ambulance they, worker. Yeah. Then they come quickly into the ER to be assessed. Yeah. You know, and then they, if they're dying or dead or flatlined or bleeding out of every yeah. orifice, they run straight into the OR and we're okay. the team that takes them on. Oh, okay. So we're the team that takes them on. So, the, so you're in the OR. We're in the OR waiting oh, for them to come wow. in. The anesthesia team's the team that will save that person's ass. Oh, what oh I thought of- you were an anesthesiologist. I'm I'm a certified registered nurse anesthetist. Oh, okay. Oh. So I mean I do the work I do the work for the anesthesia. So the and then so it's maybe like a dental hygienist like you do all the work and the dentist comes like yeah it looks yeah. good. Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, you know, you know, a little bit more qualified. Of yeah, course, bro. Yeah. Come yeah, on, but, dude. But I'm saying is that like you do the, the maybe the where's anesthesiologist in this scenario maybe. So in, in so basically in critical times they're there, right? They're supposed okay. to be. They're supposed to be there by law a lot more than they but are. But they're not. Yeah. Yeah. But you know. Jeez. But but they they hustle around. You know. They, yeah. Anesthesiologists, especially in, they work really hard. So they have to hustle. They're carrying like every beeper. Yeah. So they're you know my guy who's covering a heart can also be covering OB, and if there's a stat C section, he's covering me in a uh, you know, a vast uh, a, a big case. Yeah. He has to run over if somebody has to go to sleep. Oh. So that's a, it's, it's and then he can call and back up people. Um, but nurse anesthetists on that shift need to be very autonomous. They need to be able to uh, save people's ass on their own, which is good because they have all the experienced guys doing that shift. Jeez. It sounds oh. tough, dude. It, it, sounds, is, like, it, it sounds crazy. You have to think. I mean, you're responsible, but, you know, the whole stand-up comedian, dirty hippie Scotty that you see at the comedy show. Which is the best Scotty. <laughs> I like that one. That's my favorite Scotty. It's not, it's, not the, it's not the Scotty that's in the hospital. Two Scotties out there. There's oh, two dude. Scotties. Yeah. Yeah. I like I I knew I have to focus like in New York I don't have to focus except yeah. when I'm crossing streets or riding a bike without a helmet yeah oh, that's crazy it's the only time I focus see the Scotty I knew is a surfing painting Scotty stand up <laughs> comedian Scotty and that Scotty I want to get into that Scotty now <laughs> so let's that's go um, fun. you're from Tampa originally yeah and then you've been in New York how long now. Um, so I got my place in Williamsburg three years ago. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And so we're we're getting we're rent stabilized, or we're oh. in the process of getting rent stabilized. So what's so this podcast is about turning uh, negatives into positives, right? So yeah. what what is maybe something? I don't know if you can do one in the workplace, maybe. Like I I think it's interesting. like something that was like so terrible, and then uh, like somehow you turn it around, like it, it turned out being like a positive situation. You, you, you know, you know, it, it's funny because in medicine. You're dealing with uh, emergencies and end of life a lot of times. Yeah. So, 
a lot of times when people come through that aren't expected to come through, like people that everybody knows are dead. A perfect example is there's a from where I work, and I'm, I'm not going to disclose the location. Yeah, there's a famous guy that helps with burn patients. Okay, okay, he was horrifically burned and and literally was in our hospital for. Months and months and months and underwent hundreds and hundreds of surgeries and I was his nurse anesthetist a lot of the time and those are really brutal surgeries and I thought to myself several times I don't think this guy's gonna make it uh, you know we're, we're, we're using resources on him that maybe could be used on somebody else I mean I was you know worried you know at the point of you know what is you know where's the line of when you call quits yeah and this guy was a miracle Literally, sort of like less than one percent, died on the table several times, brought Jeez. back several times, and now is a main volunteer for this hospital. He's amazing, super happy. That's awesome. Still has his family. Super like he he is just. I mean, he is just one of the best peoples. I mean, everybody in that hospital knows this man. Have you seen that show Seventh Heaven? Uh, yeah. I remember <laughs> is it like it. that at all or no? Um, yeah, it's just like that, dude. Cool. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> I got you twice. I got you twice, Dude, and I will not edit that out. Fitzgibbons, he, he's teabagging you on this podcast right now. <laughs> no, usually, Bre- Brendan's, Brendan's usually very vicious towards me. You'll see. He's getting rocked. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's gonna, he's, he's gonna, gonna get there. To me. He's, he's, gonna he's get setting there. himself up for a big kick in the balls. Yes, I am. Well, how did how did you getting into this uh, this field? Well, let, like your your life led into the. How, how do you get into that? Well, okay, so. Uh, that's an interesting question. You're in Tampa. I was a degenerate. Oh. Okay. Like a total degenerate. Like I was driving at the age of 12. <laughs> I, was, I was hustling wow. hustling for my cash in the eighth grade, you know. Yeah. And not specifically. Or as TJ calls it, his good days. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's and, right. You know. He's right. I just, every kid that I was in junior high with, uh, all most of them dropped out of high school. Every surfer. I was in the surfer, skater. Yeah. Alt crowd, yeah, and um, do you have a favorite Nirvana song or no? Uh, no, actually, I don't. Okay. I was I was in the, I was in the tenth grade. I didn't get a boo on that, TJ. Are you starting to puss out on me? No. Oh, okay. oh for Brendan? Yeah, yeah. I'm saving my booze. <laughs> you only get a couple. I'm gonna, you only get a couple. Like a lifeline. You gotta time them right. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite Nirvana? So song basically, I'll, I'll, sum <laughs> up, I'll sum up really quick. Uh, I I basically turn my life around through running. Running. Literally was oh, okay. like Ooh. a party kid, and, and then uh, my junior high school, my my sister, I'm like, tell my sister, she's like, what do I? Do? I'm like, what do I do? And she's like, why don't you try sport? And I tried. Oh. So did something specific happen, or was it just like you were like getting older, and you're like, I really haven't done shit, and I need to like now turn it around? Um, you know, there was a few things. You know, just watching the the degradation of all my homies. <laughs> you know, like yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, G- everybody went into the GED program, and then. You know, we're working They're all mechanics outback, and nurses. Yeah. Still banging and sh- high school girls three years after. Yeah, yeah bro. Keep That's going. Talking about. Outback, kitchen chef, you know, yeah. killing it. Yeah. Which, is all, which are all tail. good, fine jobs. But, 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 but it's in like, Florida, there was a lot of pill mills. Yeah, yeah. And things got really, you know. What are pill mills? Is pill mills, like, Tampa is known for pill mills. Like, they're like oh. these shitty little clinics that pass out pain meds to people for. Like nothing. Money. Like, yeah. But here, hand me a hundred bucks and I'll give you a prescription. Yeah. Is that similar oh, to a beer queer? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was gonna boo that, but that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. So, so literally, you just saw people around you because I'm from the south too, and I understand like all those jobs are needed, but but you do see people who just like it's like their life just kind of becomes like they get up at like whenever and they like just work at the restaurant and they like yeah. and that's all fun because we need people to do those jobs. They're they're very but like they're not really like maybe pushing themselves. Okay, so the the difference between you know I had a really we we pretty much were like raised like Roma. I think the difference between people that pull themselves up by the bootstraps when they're little in bad living situations, like irresponsible parenting, yeah, yeah. kind of raising themselves, I think the ones that get self-awareness the earliest. So when when they're aware of the their parents, uh, you know, their weaknesses. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and mine was my oldest sister. So my oldest sister was. Oh, before you. And my then- oldest sister had great parenting till the age of nine, and she was is really intelligent, yeah. like almost like a genius. So Anna has really high emotional intelligence. And I remember her when I was three years old saying, you know, you have to dress yourself. 
That's great. Mom and dad aren't going to do it. You got to, yeah. you know, we are here. Did together. your parents just get lazy when you were born? No, my mom, my mom, my dad was a, a, an alcoholic, a, just a really bad one. He like kind of like a crashing plane, like the class. You couldn't even script it in a 70s movie. You know, like, like for a, real, like that yeah, like just classic. You know, getting blowjobs from the secretary, Ugh. cheesy real estate. Guy. Yeah, I, I, I hope I, well, I don't, dude. I don't know if I want to. Just, you don't have to. My don't dad, go as, I don't want my dad to hear this. Yeah, don't go. As, Does do he know what podcasts are? No, I love my dad still. He's um, a pain in my. Back. I mean, it's up to you. No, no, no. I mean, it's no, up to you. Not, you like, my dad's an alcoholic. Yeah, no, no. But I think TJ wants to hear more about the blowjobs. I kind of do. My dad was like basically Anchorman. Okay, so he's basically Anchorman. Yeah. So what? What got you? So so how'd you get into the Anna? Uh, anesthetist stuff uh, like okay. so basically self-awareness when I was a kid I went in, I, I realized I had to do something I got really good at, I ran until I passed out the first time I ever yeah ran. wow ran until I passed out 17 minutes I was smoking cigarettes <laughs> I love 17 <laughs> minutes was this wait wait I was smoking c- cigarettes <laughs> this is my junior year of high school smoking cigarettes drinking partying like a little yeah. party kitten and literally ran, uh, went out to two practices. The first one, I threw up. I ran oh. a mile, two miles. And oh, I threw so you're out for your like going off for track? Yeah, going off for great. track. Oh, okay, but it was cross country. Okay, so, and I was a junior, and I'm running with like 30 kids. Yeah, half of them seniors, juniors, all the way down sure. there, freshmen. And uh, I couldn't run two miles. And then I went to another practice and threw up. I threw up two practices in a row, and the coach is like, "Holy fuck, this kid's crazy." Yeah, like yeah. this kid is crazy. He's throwing running, but he's got something yeah. inside. Uh, so he, uh, I quit. I was like, "Fuck this, I'm not running anymore." Yeah, yeah. I'm running on golf courses in the middle of fucking August. Oh, yeah, down there, that's insane. It was awful. Yeah. It was so like hot. torture. And uh, I fucking went out. For, he he made me go out for the race. He came and banged on my door at six in the morning wow. on a Saturday, and was like, "You got to come to this race." And I ran wow. JV. Was his name Coach Parker? His name is. He got arrested for polygamy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! <laughs> Wait, what is what is polygamy for the people at home? Um, he basically my my my, my high school oh, okay. track coach uh, started banging one of the f- country <laughs> bus drivers. Have, are you the bus driver? Yeah, I do. He totally. He 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 he, uh, he banged a bus driver. And uh, why, is that, why is that offensive? Why I don't is that? No, I mean she was like a she was like a Zephyr Hills redneck bus driver. Like so, but know. he got arrested for that. Yeah, because he was like, uh, they were drinking and partying, like Dude, <laughs> partying with the bus yes. driver. I don't know. I'm confused. The bus driver was like dirty. Offense. She's like a dirty porn star. I don't know. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I bet she had greasy hair, like yeah. a flat ass from She's sitting all the time. She's like, you know, a stripper somewhere. Yes. In Florida. Oh, so he had another wife, and that's considered a felony. Well, they got ri- with it. he got married oh. at the court. Oh, double Tr- married. Uh, uh, oh, double okay. married. Yeah. Yeah. That's I didn't illegal know that. Okay, in okay. Florida. Got it. Yeah. Double married. And then they basically... Is that illegal everywhere, I think, in the U.S.? Hey, I don't know. That's TJ, a good question. we got to bleep out his name, by the way. Well, did don't you say his name? name? Yeah, I did say his name. Oh, <laughs> shit. Look, crap. Oh, I got a lot of work to do. Ready? <laughs> yeah. But it's a known thing, though, too. Oh, man. We missed a good thread there, though. I mean, yeah. I could, I could, be, you I can beep out. out. A good no, I can no, beep you can, it out. You can, I, like uh, the, I like to go back and talk about that hospital name that you skipped over. You politely skipped over. Uh, no, um, yeah, because isn't Florida a state with just crazy laws, bro? Oh my god! So like, why, Florida, why that law? Florida is like the wild, wild west. Yes, it really is. Yes. I grew up there. That's in, exactly. Yeah, I grew up there in the late eighties. The late eighties. Yeah, and I, I'm literally writing a book about my adolescence because we were such hooligans. I mean, we ran. We were in a little club, I and mean, we were just total dirtbags. We stole everything. Like, like. Wait. So how did you? So you start? I'm just. I'm curious how you get into the anesthetist stuff. So you run. Oh, so I chose it. My the, dad's the, friend. When I was in the ninth grade, I saw my dad's friend was a nurse anesthetist in okay. Virginia, and I was like, she's a baller. Nice. And then I, uh, when I got a scholarship to college, I got a full ride. Yeah. Ooh, how'd from you get that? Grades or for running? Cr- crushing. Crushing grades? Yeah. No running. I ran, Ooh. I ran nine twelve in high school for two miles. Jeez, dude, I don't even know what that means. Oh, wow, that's quick. Shit. Yeah, that that was Is that like, quick. Yeah, I have a really county quick. record, high school record. Jeez, jeez, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Did your friends ever try to talk you out of running? They're like smoking, like yo, Scotty, man. Oh, oh yeah, hilarious. Bro. Actually, no, they didn't, dude. They didn't. They kind of like they put their distance on me. There's because I was in the paper all the time. Like I came out of nowhere and was winning, you know, races all over the region. Yeah. Got I won the state in the two mile. 
like literally probably a year after starting to run. Jeez. Oh my god. And the big schools. You're yeah. not even black. Jeepers creep. And, oh dude, I have a famous quote on like that I What is it? I, when I was uh, getting interviewed, I was friends with the dude that was interviewing me and yeah. I, I I think I had just lost my virginity probably my junior so I was Nice like, to the bus big, driver? I was in a big bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all we all gang banged the bus driver. Oh god, poor Betty Lou. We all gang banged the bus driver. <laughs> so what happened? What was your quote? Um, basically, I said, "Winning the state meet feels better than sex." Wow! So you just had sex. Uh, yeah, I had just had sex, and I, and I said to him, "And I said, can you please put that in the paper?" And the fucking guy did. And that my, is my, my, my hilarious. AD like, my AD called me, and he's like, "What the fuck is this?" That is super funny. Dude, I this love is not that. what the Cowboys want to be represented by. That is so by. funny. This is better than sex. When did you have sex? Once last night. <laughs> and it this was three better. seconds long. It was yeah, three dude. seconds long. I wish you would have pumped like... like- it was a one pump. I was a one pump chump. Three. I wish you would have pumped pump. other things like yeah, cocaine makes you run real fast. <laughs> you just keep, like, <laughs> <laughs> just keep ruining it. Yeah, just oh, more yeah. crazy things. <laughs> I just pretend I'm running to catch tits yeah. at the end of the, the race. <laughs> They're like, yeah. stop saying this stuff. I told you this story, right? So there was this guy, Cedric Benson, who was a running back out of Texas. He played for the Bears for a while, but my buddy moved from my high school and played him in high school in Texas. He moved to Texas. And he said that one time Cedric Benson in high school was being interviewed by the paper and they were like, why are you so good? Like, how are you this strong? And he's just like, I'll lift weights. I'll just fuck. (laughs) 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 I'll lift weights. That was a good. There's no other option. When you when so you were like a running champion. What is it? Tri-state or whatever. Yeah, dude. What was it? You Google no, it's my Florida. Name. There's no tri-state it. in Florida. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> the tri-state Florida area, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get this. Guy, it's guys. Florida, Georgia, Alabama. Guys, if it wasn't for my equipment, <laughs> Flor- I wouldn't be here. Florabama, Georgia <laughs> champion. <laughs> <laughs> dude, but I will say that's an incredible accomplishment because Florida is a huge state, and Florida oh, has dude. some of the best it's athletes. It's not in like every sport. you're. Dude, in Rhode Island, with fo- they're crazy with football. football that's what I mean. Because the weather's all the good, best so football you players come from Florida. Oh my god, it's so yeah. easy in Florida. You're always in nice weather. Yeah, tennis and, is well, big. No, actually, it's kind of like in, in the summer times. It's like training in altitude. Like you're so fucking. Yeah, it's so hot. It's, it's really tough. It's if really you're running hot. in like Florida, ninety degree, ninety yeah. percent humidity weather, you, it's like that running in the mountains. Like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's real thick. It's hard to breathe. It's so hard to breathe. You're like <sighs> very muggy. Well, maybe as um, you can it, get heat strokes really easy. Is there something else? Uh, I mean, that's that's definitely like negative and positive. Like from all that turning your life into turn it around, you know, bro. Oh, are, yeah. are there is there like a, are there some other like maybe specific events that happened to you? Like maybe when you were younger that like they happened. You were like, oh man, there's no way I recovered from this. This is the worst thing that ever happened. And uh, then now you look back and you go, oh wow, that was awesome that that had like that actually led me in the right way. You know, dude, my whole childhood was an adventure like it was better than any david sedaris book like, literally. <laughs> it, it, no i'm serious like i i we we might my, my mom and dad moved us around 13 times we moved wow. back and forth in florida it, no between pennsylvania texas west palm beach oh okay Tampa. okay my my mother had uh her parents were uh farmers that lived north of pittsburgh uh, oh, an Italian right. Irish farm, you know, like my my grandpa yeah. had sheep and he had a huge garden. You, you think that's a positive moving around like that? Because uh, that's a tough. You, know, you got new schools, new friends. We new- always, you know, our saving grace was self awareness, bro. Like uh, my sister was the victim, the middle one. She was like mushy and always like getting affected by people. There's three of you guys. Yeah, the oldest was cynical and really aware because yeah. she, you know she was just really she was crafty. All three of us were very crafty, like yeah. you know, S- slick. So and you, um, yeah. and uh, I was the scammer, man. Like I was the one that would like uh, manipulate Bud, my dad. Yeah, his name like, was Bud. Yeah, he was great Bud. Name. <laughs> He'd come name. home and like I, I would always like redirect him, like he was a psychiatric patient. <laughs> like, hey, Bud. Like, hey, I'd, Bud. I, I usually would try to make him laugh. You know? <laughs> so you were like the you were like the 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 swindler or something. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So yeah, yes. you mentioned earlier the pill, I kept food on the table. The, the pi- you yeah. mentioned earlier the pill mill. Did you refer to your house as the trash stash? <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what? Uh, actually, that was funny. No, actually, we we uh, we lived on a golf course, dude. Oh, that's what? really cool. Yeah, we like in Caddyshack? A, we lived on a golf course from, uh, I would say, f- f- fifth grade. Um, How long? Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got distracted. Okay. Uh, how, I, thought, yeah. I thought like there's a mob hit you here during your podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> no, how I, long did you live there? We moved into uh, this area called Northdale. 
which was a middle class like neighborhood. Okay. And they had this uh, a golf course called Northdale Golf Course, and we lived in this house that was on there, but it, it was, was really crappy. Like house. it was on the green. We were like the crappiest house in the neighborhood, huh? But it was like in the golf course. It was like it close was still, to it. Our, my backyard was a big sand trap. What? Yeah, yeah. Wait, I don't understand. Hold in on. In Florida, there are houses that, that line li- golf courses. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a like a, like you lived in like the windmill at a mini golf course. Like I thought oh it was like in God, a golf dude. course. So you took it very dark. I TJ. took it very serious. I no, think just, it was like the, your backyard's like one of the one of the holes. Yeah, you guys, is this like boring? The, is this like a boring story? No, 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 no. Yeah. no, no. no right. I love this. Okay. Why? Why do you think it's boring? No, I mean, I don't know. You lived like in a golf childhood. course, dude. That's amazing. So basically, how many uh, golf balls my did mom, you steal? My mom, uh, <laughs> to no fault of her own, had epilepsy in the seventies. Okay. And so in the seventies. Once she developed it, like when I was in my early childhood, she was put on like all this crazy anti-convulsant drugs uh, that, that that people, they, you know, they use lighter today. They have better, yeah. they have much better drugs, better technology. So yeah. she basically turned into a zombie. Were your parents still, were they married the whole time? Yeah, because my mom was Catholic and just, yeah. you know. Are they, s- okay. No, no, they uh, got divorced. I don't remember when they got divorced. Okay, but they, they were divorced. always right. not together. But this they were not when, together, but they stayed together. Okay, so but they were together at this time and your mom was almost catatonic. Like a zombie. Yes, yeah, pretty Jesus. much. Jesus. Yeah, in and out. She wasn't catatonic the yeah. whole time, but you know, she didn't have good decision making. You know, Ooh. so like we were all like, yeah, you lived on a golf course. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> we we uh, we kind of had our own lives. We did whatever we wanted. We did whatever we wanted. We did had you guys, nobody to answer to. Did you nobody still like? To. Did you still like golf carts? Oh yeah, nice. I mean, That's dude, awesome. we we were such hooligans. Me and my little buddies. Yeah. We used to take a water balloon launcher. And we would go and sit on the other side of these pine trees, and we would launch water balloons over these pine trees to guys putting Those on the green. Those things go oh, so awesome. far, oh, so far, yeah, great. like little yeah. tiny hand grenade water They'll balloons. They'll go like four hundred yards in like a couple direct hits in the back They're of the incredible. head. Yes. And these old <laughs> and, and these guys were pissed. They weren't even old guys. They were like, like yeah, like in their fifties. Yeah, know? like they weren't like they were still athletic enough to fuck up a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> yeah, right. And so like. We got they circled around like they're like fucking Navy SEALs and attacked us from behind. And, my, and one of them had a golf club and tried to beat my buddy Jimmy up with it. Holy oh shit. God. That's yeah. hilarious. You ever my, see that airhorn golf jackass guy? It's like my favorite. My, yeah, I, I think funny. my friend Joey like saved him, like grabbed the guy's arm. I was like, You're gonna try to kill somebody? You're oh my fucking God. crazy. And the guy was like, You're right, I am being crazy. <laughs> I was under <laughs> par! <with the> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you guys just had a long drive competition. They were pissed They were still pissed We all ran Like once he didn't Jimmy didn't get clocked We all Wait so stuff. you think You think maybe you're You're self aware And all this stuff Had because, because You're saying because Of your your childhood Was so You had to be You had yeah, to become self aware We were free dude We yeah. were free And and there's two There's two There's two sides to the story It's like you know Developing your own sense Of your own source right, of love. wrong, or moral. Well, yeah, or well, not necessarily morality. I mean, Kat, my mom was Catholic, and yeah. we, every time we ended up moving, we, we'd always go back with her, her parents that lived in North Pittsburgh. And okay, we, and we'd end up in the same Catholic school with oh, like the wow. brutal nuns that would guilt you to death. Ugh. So, you're but coming, the, you're, the you're, good thing is that the nuns knew that we needed to catch up. So they'd okay. always try to catch us up to grades. Okay. They realized we were in a bad living situation. Wow, that's so interesting. You know, because we folded in out of this, it was a place called Holy uh, Holy Sepulchre. Okay. And so you're going to come from two worlds, man. I mean, two totally opposite worlds. What? Freedom versus nuns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To- you and I are <laughs> Sounds like a yeah. good movie. If you were totally, if your parents watched your every move, then yeah, we are. That's what I mean. It's like, this is two totally... No, I'm talking about you. Your life is like a clash, it seems like, of those two ideals. Um, As you said, you had total well, freedom down in Florida, but then to go to nuns and be like, this is how you need to do it. Was that a weird yeah, switch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally, man. Totally. It's like, <laughs> it, 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 that, that, that is just like a reality check. Like, yeah. The nuns are real. Like They don't fuck around. Like yeah. They'll hit you in the back of the knuckles with a ruler. They'll yeah. fucking make put on a dunce cap. They were brutal. Yeah. You Sounds get the wooden awesome. paddle if you... Really piss them off? Oh, let's maybe go over this a little bit. So, uh, are you still? Do you consider yourself Catholic, or because I know you're like a you're like a spiritual dude. Like you like you've gone to Burning Man a few times. Hell yeah! You have these Uh, paintings that uh, you. uh, I feel like we're still there. Burning Man. You're like a spiritual guy. You You believe like energy and like. It's interesting. I mean, I think that uh, I think that there's singularity with the higher consciousness. I think that okay, the universe began from one consciousness. There is one God, right? And okay. I think that everybody has their own vehicle to reach that God. 
Yeah. yeah. And I think that all this ridiculousness language. of, you know, it's it, where I'm torn is being raised as a Christian or a Catholic sure. Christian. It's just that I prayed to Jesus as that source for so many years yeah. when I was a little kid. And it really, truly believed that he did have intervention. You know, like I remember like yeah. hairy situations with parents, the sadder times of my childhood yeah. where I would pray. And, and a lot of times I would kneel up on the hill where there was a statue of Mary. Sure. My grandmother had this statue of Mary. TJ up left, the by the way. Keep going. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> TJ's like, that's I'm hilarious. Li- no, I'm listening. You're a loser. I just don't be like leaning. <laughs> I lean against the wall and I listen. I like it. Go on. Continue. There's a statue of Mary. I basically would do rosaries. I, I mean, the sure. nuns got into there. Yeah, I've done when I was there. My, I did rosaries and I would pray to like the statue of Mary when I was like three, four, you know, six, seven. Yeah. Mm. And I did find a source of meditation. I remember being in meditative states as a little kid praying and and relaxing my thoughts and feeling better coming out of these. You things. still meditate today? Yes, I tried. I okay. tried to. It's okay. really tough in yeah. New York City. Yeah. Like yeah, whenever I'm where there's a sunset, there's something pretty, a size like you know at the top of the bridge. I will sun- say we, uh, Scott and I went surfing on. What was it? S- I meditated that day. Yeah, I mean that was amazing. What was that? S- Monday, oh. s- Sunday. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This I like this. I like this sort of quick. That story. sunset we saw. Scotty and I saw like one of the most amazing sunsets I've probably seen in the last year easily. Yeah, yeah. and you was, guys, we were surfing. <laughs> And we, there was nobody else out except Scotty awesome. and I and three other dude. Fitz, you would have lost your mind. Dude, it was it was it was really breathtaking. I mean, it was really nice. It was like, nice, right? And the we, waves were like wait, wait, getting better. I know what you're going. Was, yeah, yeah, okay, got, I got your yeah, back. It you was go. just yeah. it was just us, me, Scott, Scotty, and I, and three other people in the water, which usually it's packed. It's incredible. The waves are packing. We're like starting to come up, like real nice. Yeah. And then the sun was just going down, and there was a, there was a full rainbow. We're out there sitting a full from one water to the other rainbow. Nice. Yeah. It was nice. And then there were like planes going by because you you surf out under JFK, so like big planes flying by. And it was like the sky was pink, all the clouds. Dude, it was one. It was easily the best sunset I've seen the last year. No That's doubt incredible. in my mind. Like the whole experience because they had just stormed 20 minutes before. Um, yeah, it was awesome. But you, I, I but you meditate, cry. like you saying that's that's when you maybe feel close to God or the spirit, yes, whatever this thing for is. For sure. Okay. Those moments in time where you're like having light reflected on the back of your eyelids, the weather's yeah. breathing, going by you, you realize that you're, you know, we're all connected in the universe. Like we are all made of water. We're all yeah one. Right. Yeah. There's a, there is a consciousness of humanity, good and bad, the yin and the yang. That people have their pain in, you know, and feel their pain. Um, And there's a lot of pain happening right now in the world. I think it's like... And it's collective. One thing thing I was thinking about, because I just went to Cannon Beach, which is like so immense and so huge. It's this beach in Oregon. Is that idea you just said about how like we're all connected. I think it's an interesting idea. I struggle between the idea that I think that we're like so significant and then I think we're completely insignificant sometimes at the exact same time. Do you ever have that feeling? I'm like, we're capable of doing so much. And then I'm like, we can be crushed with a flick of the wrist. Well, I mean, I, I, I would like to be optimistic about our future <laughs> I know yeah. that's uh, I don't mean I don't even mean like apocalypse I mean like w- we have the ability to create some incredible things but at the same time w- when we die a hundred years from now no one's gonna care I always yeah. tell Lance like our kids well, are, our well, kids aren't even gonna care about Elvis uh, they don't yeah. give a shit who yeah. they, people, <laughs> people people born right now don't care about Elvis well that's yeah, why no. you have to be nice to each other like what did Lance do when you left the beach Oh, <laughs> TJ keeps going to throw you under the yeah, bus, bro. Is this it. one of my favorite? Right, that's what I did. So was, yeah. You can say it, dude. I won't throw you under the bus, but it was funny. I, no, I, mean, I, I pounced on it. Meredith, my girlfriend, even like elbowed me. Like, yeah, oh, it was pretty yeah. bad. In so my, cute. I mean, because dude, it was a, it was like a spiritual moment. Dude, yeah. it was incredible. Yeah, sure. It was incredible. You guys fought? It, it, not not quite, but <laughs> so it was us and these two other guys. And as we're going to the car, the other guy is walking back too. Like we see him. Like we're packing up the car. <laughs> he's coming from the beach to his car. And I yelled at this guy. Dude, we don't even know this guy. We don't know him at all. But we, I talked to him a little bit in the water, like about you know we're just yeah. about whatever. And uh, as he's walking, I go, "Hey man, awesome sunset. Great sharing it with you." <laughs> <laughs> and I was dead oh serious. My God. <laughs> He said oh, it with such fervor and such oh passion. God. Oh, my God. That's and, and, amazing. And this guy, I'm looking at the guy. Cute. The guy looks kind of awkward. I'm like, it was nice sharing it with you. And I was like, <laughs> because if you were out there, like, it was, it, it, like, it was set that beautiful, the sunset, and it was, like, really nice to share. Like, it, it was a real thing. You know what I mean? It's like when you have a good That's experience. like your nice pants story for when sure. you told that guy you like this pants. Dude, um, honestly, you were... Uh, 
as much as you guys realize it, every single interaction you have is perpetuating you to where you need to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I believe that. So so you got to keep doing though. The, the, the but, universe doesn't just people people read these books like The Secret or you know what the bleep they watch a video what the bleep do we know okay and they read a couple fucking self help books and they think they have it it's the, you have to move towards your destiny that's it simple as that and you guys know you just have to keep doing and you're doing you're doers you produce this show this podcast yeah yeah one of the hottest shows in the city I also think though on the flip side of that is that there's such a thing as working and banging your head against the wall for no results. Like if you're not lying, I think if you're not connected and working, I don't think it matters. I think that all your power is through a sense of connection. So if you are going to wake up in the morning and go, I'm going to do this, I'm going to build this wall. Let's just say I'm going to build a house. Yeah. Uh, but and you just decide to just take it all on yourself and never check in to see if that is your destiny. then I think you're literally pushing a car up a hill. Whereas if you locked in and you're like, is this my destiny? I'm going to call upon a, a higher strength to help me build this house. Then you are, you are unlimited in your power. So just doing, I think, is, is equally as dangerous as just not doing if you're not lined up is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I 100% agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I agree. I do think you need to, I do, think you need to do. The you problem do. with the secret, I think that people give the secret really, really, really bad. It was the first self-help book that like really opened my eyes. I think they give it bad shit because they think like, oh, it's supposed to be this easy or how come it isn't always yeah. this easy for everybody? But it doesn't work like that. Like if you have been thinking the same thoughts for 25 years, which a lot of us have, do you know how hard it is to undo those thoughts? And so if yeah. you get a book that's like, here's all you have to do, I get why that people are fucking frustrated. But it is possible. I do believe that everybody who is achieving things are living by those principles of that book. Yeah. Well, I mean, you... <laughs> I, I think as long as you keep moving towards what excites you. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you keep moving towards what excites you, yeah, then you can't go wrong. Okay. That that's my that's yeah, my I like that. little I like that a lot. blip. That's good. Yeah. Um, if you're feeling stagnant, and you're not excited about something, then you're, then move somewhere else where you're excited about it. That's great. Yeah, you know I love what I mean? that. Be your best. Do your best. And and, and then fucking live like travel yeah experience great. things fucking eat food exercise <laughs> fuck you know yeah. you gotta do all these fucking things fucking sleep man <laughs> do, all, do all the things that you wanna do well I love that yeah you find know? a nice bus driver to lay down on a golf course yeah house. that's what I'm talking about one in the pink one in the sting what <laughs> I love that oh that's great yeah. that was dirty. what is this the 80s the show, yeah. the, show <laughs> <laughs> the show just got dirty this show got real dirty I, love um, it. I always ask our guests this and I guess I'll ask you and maybe uh, whenever, whenever Scotty Lavelle has a bad day, uh, anything, something doesn't go First your way. First of all, call himself Scotty Lavelle? <laughs> call him, uh, I call well, him fucking Mr. Lavelle. Uh, <laughs> when things when things uh, don't go your way, is it? It's a two part question. Is there a dark hole you go down that like? Like you know, you eat ice. I would say like you eat ice cream, or like you can't. And then, it, so do you have a dark hole? And then, do you have the second part? Is what do you do? What's your next move to get out of it? Because you, eventually, you gotta like, okay, Scotty, let's okay. get it. To, like, what do you do? So, um, I don't really get into dark holes. You never have a bad day. I have like, bad days, but I don't so, get into dark holes. But what do you like, do when I, you have I, that bad day? You just keep like you don't. You, you don't ever get depressed moving, where you're like, like. I just don't make judgments. I'm very yeah, clear. That's that's I don't, I don't Art, judge. Yeah. I just don't make judgments. I don't judge myself. I just kind of look at what is happening for what is like what's happening today. Sometimes yeah. I try to shift the energy of the day. Oh, so if like I, if, if it's if it's if it's going bad, I acknowledge. Okay, so this is annoying. Like this lady yeah. fucking gave me shit at the line at the grocery yeah. store in the morning. Yeah, you know, some asshole splashed water on my boots. You know. I have to pay this bill. This is going to get turned off, and I haven't yeah. gotten to it yet. Because maybe it's not bad, you're saying? Like, that's just your perspective in the moment is exactly, like, this is bad? Exactly, yeah. So it's like... Oh, uh, man, know, that's like, such a good... I, I wish I had that. I yeah, what, what is it you just you just you don't... You just acknowledge it. Like, once you... Like, the minute you have that feeling, like, this fucking day... Yeah. Like, you hear it. Your in brain, New York, you that's this, almost every day. You're, you have this yeah. internal dialogue when you really... When you're, when you're, when you're, when you're, as soon as your brain connects to the feeling in your body yeah okay so it's it's, it's there's a little like window there. 17 seconds that's what i've heard whatever but yeah. once your body starts to feel it you have to acknowledge really what is it worth yeah. right and then it's like the answer is like fuck dude i live in this shithole awesome crazy creative place where everybody's yeah. trying to get forward and move ahead in yeah. life yeah and you know 
how am I going to let that? I can't let that creep into my spirit. And it's about. Yeah, that's so much more advanced. And I just get pissed and start ranting and yelling at people. Yeah, yeah me I don't. too. It's I, I don't. Wor- I, yeah, I'm a, I, want, I want you to teach me. I can't. I, it's, I have that you, such a problem you, with that. You, you can, dude. It's you can. Really you can. Correct. You actually I can, can do it. Well, think about do. as much. What I do is I say, as much as I can think this, I can think something else. Like, yeah, and you also, moment, thought. you hit the most important point, which is momentum. Once you start going down a path yeah. that's like mm-hmm. shit, 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 mm-hmm. now you're in deep shit because mm-hmm. now you are sliding real hard down real fast. But if you catch it early, like what Scott said you just did, then you are in very good shape. Mm-hmm. If you can say, this is not good, but I can stop this now, I can. Or you can keep going. It's really your. It's always your Whoa. choice. I always keep going just down yeah. a steep, steep. I put on skis and I just hit Dude, the black diamond. Dude, just send diamonds. me a text. Send, <laughs> just send me a text, fellas. I'll, I'll talk yeah. you out of the hole. Yeah, hey, man, it's not really. You guys can come over so, and paint. Hey, so Scott? what goes through in this moment? Just uh, is that what happened? What happened? Let's say you know you want something to go really well, and you got the news that it didn't okay, go well. So, and so then look, what's, what's your what's your thought out of that? Look, if anyone's ever uh, dealt with somebody that's crazy. Okay, if you ever had a crazy person in your life, a dated a girl. I'm working with two of them. <laughs> no, but somebody Sorry. that has just clearly <laughs> irrational thought. Yeah. You know, where, uh, yeah. you know, I don't want to get into my own personal thing, but I've dealt with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And even in clinical, like basic psychology, yeah. they tell you about redirecting people, you know, redirecting, redirecting, taking the, the energy and shifting it into another direction. You know, so like, yeah. like if you're if you're manic and you're raging about something, and it, then you would say, yeah, I I see that this, but look at this fucking cool thing over here. Yeah, and the person's brain's like, oh, that is cool. Yeah, see, oh, that, yeah. dude, that is so true, and I can't tell you how much I mean, that's so important. I think the human brain tricks us into thinking the way out of things is to dig it and research it and uncover it and analyze it and look under a microscope, which is, I think, literally the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do. (laughs) I think you are supposed to literally go, oh, look at this flashing light over here or look at this dog or look at this sunset instead of being like, I'm going to figure this all out right now with my brain because you never... Ever do, dude? This, is this the deepest podcast you guys have ever had? No, this is kind of what we talk. <laughs> hey, man, it's been really great sharing this podcast with <laughs> oh you today. God, dude, I feel like we're gonna fuck. We're at a little fucking brownie no, camp. But this is the stuff you want. This stuff we want to hit. This yeah, is what we want to talk about. Yeah, because like uh, I mean, I uh, one of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast, and maybe Brennan and TJ have their own reasons, I'm sure. But like money for TJ, money for I'll, TJ, chicks, <laughs> bus driver, <laughs> chicks, the I P wanna factor. Start, <laughs> I wanted to start it because to me, to me, like life can be so tough. Like, you know, because we, we've all had experiences that, like, mm. you're just like, fuck. That's why I like comedy because it's like, there are days I have days that are so bad. Sometimes I have a lot of good days, but yeah. like, I'm human, and I have days where I'm just like, dude, just I literally sometimes it's like 2 p.m. and I'm like, I just need to go to sleep to restart tomorrow. Yeah, and it's like I don't want to go from 2 p.m. to 10. Yeah, but that's like, not really wrong. That's not really that's a. I think that's actually a yeah. Good thought. I, but but I just get so depressed sometimes. My whole point of the the podcast so for what, me. What what triggers you? What what is the main trigger for you? The anything, gr- comedy any, grind. Any anything I could get. What do you mean? I can get one bad email and I, it it can send my day into. Yeah, I think a lot of... Okay, so you got to just fucking stay present and be like, dude, it's an email. You know, it's... Sure. Have like, you know, you know, you you know, everything is about redirection, right? Yeah. You went through a lot of it. You shared some of your own personal stories with me. And you, you have to just shed light on the moment that those thoughts are there. Like you have to like put light on it. Like, hey, I feel this right now. And put light on it. Be like, dude, I can't let this ruin my day. I'm not going to fucking look at my whole day to fucking... Uh, I, you're definitely thing. right. I'll give you my, my spiral I had two days ago. So you and I went surfing, and I hadn't. Sh- I slept at Scotty's place. I hadn't showered in two days. Yeah, I yeah. was disgusting. I'd slept five hours. We went surfing. I was in the sun. I was hot. Everything. And all I wanted to do was go home and take a shower. I was just beat, lugging yeah. the surfboard stuff around, cleaning all off. I could not have been. I was super tired. Yeah. And I was dirty <laughs> for two. I hadn't brushed my teeth in two days. I just want to get home and take a shower. I get home. I have. No, I have only scalding hot water. Oh, wow. I can't get in my shower. And then here's what? like the da- only scalding hot. Water. Yeah, that's New York because uh, T- that's like uh, oh, Scotty's mad. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I think it's coming. All I want to do is take a shower, man. It's the only my I, my toilet's not running because the water's been shut off because they're yeah. trying to get the cold water back. So yeah. okay. I can't flush the toilet. I can't. I literally then you fucking head back over to Club Scotty and take a shower, bro. But that's an hour Scott. ride. You go to Club TJ. I, 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 I go to Club Fitzgibbons. I like, know, but here, here's the thing: when, when I'm already place. just like beat. <laughs> when I'm, no, but here's my spiral. When I'm already beyond exhaust. 
exhausted and then I'm like, I get home and I can't take nothing. I lose my mind. I go, fuck, dude. I don't even have, I can't even take a shower. I haven't showered in two, I feel disgusted. When you feel that way, all you want to do is take a shower. And yeah. then I start playing and I live in Harlem. It's an hour to get anywhere and I have roommates and my credit card, I start down where, and I'm like, fuck this city. I should just move to Ohio and like buy, yeah. a, like I start yeah, yeah. nosediving to this yeah. crazy place. You got to stop the you nosedive. Know? That, that Fitzgibbon said the same thing. As soon as you, if you allow yourself to spiral down this trail of fucking my credit score, I haven't yeah. given a girl anal in fucking six months. Oh, dude, why'd you, you know? remind Sorry, me, Sorry, that was TJ's. But, was you know, mine. if you go down this thing, Lance, you got to fucking nip it high yeah, in the sky. True, but dude, in that moment when you're tired and you literally, I just start yelling. I go, friend. I'm yelling Phone in my friend. shower because I'm, I'm just like, ah, the city. Like, I'm just losing yeah. it yeah. because it's that hard. But you know so, what? what? York I, is stressful, bro. I'm going to yeah. give you that. It's one of yeah. the most stressful towns no in the yeah, world. Yeah, no one's saying that. I think for me, what I try to do in those moments is realize that every time that I'm mad and get more mad, it's, your own it's fault? only hurting me. And yes, it is my own fault. You attracted that situation. You attracted. But the thing is, then to what Scott said, what I'm trying to learn to do is to not judge myself for doing that. To be like, oh, okay, I did attract this, but that's okay. Like, it's fine. Don't judge yourself. Don't get more mad at yourself because that's just gonna fuck the whole situation up even more. And I really feel strongly about that now, just as much. So it's okay. Like, okay, so you attracted that. Fine. Well, what's the lesson? What can I learn? But like getting more and more mad, it just, it it's a killer, dude. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it will kill you. Like, but that I'll shit will kill you. I know. <laughs> you know, like, Scott, you never have a day like that where you just like, you get a phone call about something or whatever. It's, dude, you just, if you, I'm you telling you, if you've been it. meditating, if you so, do that. So like, okay, let me take you to the last example. Um, we, my, got, we have my, about five minutes left. Oh, uh, sure. I'll just give you a quick one. Uh, the 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 most traumatic thing that's happened to me in the last five six months. Okay. Okay. My dad, who is a big pain in the ass, bud. He's funny. He like wears his hat around, yeah. acts like he's in Vietnam. He's there for like two seconds. Holy shit. He's really funny. He's okay. like just a douche. Yeah. <laughs> and he had an aneurysm in his heart where yeah. he was on at my hospital. I know all the heart surgeons at my sure. hospital. I know what my dad's tear is. I was in the MRI. What's the name of the hospital again? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I give my dad the choice. I'm like, bud, you can either live. Or, and go to this hospital up north in Cleveland, the Cleveland yeah. Clinic, or you could die here. Because, you know, I mean, we had surgeons, but we just didn't have the facilities. What you needed, didn't have, yeah. You didn't have all everything you needed that, down there. He had to get his whole aorta replaced. Jeez. It's called an elephant trunk. The valve Shit. all the way down. Like, <gasps> that's the most one of the most intricate, detrimental places because you have to bypass. That's this part of your body that oxygenates your brain and all your upper body and yeah. your whole, everything, right? So you have to, like, it's a really intense case. <sighs> So I took him incidentally to Cleveland Clinic, spent my own money, flew, went up there. I was at this point, I was a nurse anesthetist. I was down there, I was doing well. Took him up to Cleveland Clinic, had the father son talk. This guy sews in this fucking grafted aorta, but was in surgery. I rented an apartment in Little Italy in Cleveland. Save Bud's ass. Comes back, <laughs> turns right back into the party uh, kitten, and I just uh, lost. It. I was just like, I can't help you, dude. Yeah. I can't help you. So you're losing it now, like me. Uh, uh, but then I let it go. You just and said, I'm like, I'm going to do whatever I can for you, but you're fucking, you're a grown man, man. You make your own decisions. And you just stop worrying about it right there. Stop worrying right there. It. Let it go. Wow. So, so look, I look at it, every single thing. And just last week happened, Bud uh, had one of his friends uh, take him to the veterans assistance. Yeah. We're trying to get him VA benefits. It's a oh. huge, long process. Yeah, that's good. And she went and like put her own, canceled a bank account that we had direct deposit in. For my dad, like had him do that, drove him to the bank, just fucked up all the cogs of the bud wheel. Yeah. To make like everything more of a pain in the ass. They dropped the the caseworker dropped his case in the VA, which is like already he's had an application in for yeah. fucking a year and a half. Takes a while. You know, it's just shit like that. But then I feel myself getting angry and like, oh, I'm gonna fucking yeah. ride my bike and I'm gonna fucking kick somebody over if they're around me. And I just fucking acknowledge it. Like I'm feeling this. But it's Bud. He's always been a pain you in my can't ass help my it, whole yeah. life. It's but my dad's always been like it's having like a drunken frat boy for a father. He so was fun. So maybe like maybe your your uh, strategy is just like take a moment. You take a moment. I lose it. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> I just you, you lose my yeah, mind. Me too. You know what you need to do, dude? You need to come up with a catchphrase for yourself. No, I mean, I, I personally feel like it's it's different for everybody, but I think for me, because I, I sometimes do it too. I still lose it, but I've gotten better in it. I think it's mostly because it's meditating and acupuncture and all this other stuff because it gives you that split second where you actually don't lash out. It lets you just one second that you need 
to not do that. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I believe meditation for sure. But before anything else, you have to just put light on that moment. Look at it. Yeah. So when you're feeling yeah. that pain or you're feeling that dark spot, you put light on it and you're like, okay, this is why I'm feeling this way. I'm not going to do it. Like, yeah. Okay. So then what's your, what do you, so you said have a catchphrase. What would your catchphrase? Let's all do catchphrases. What would you, okay, what, okay, what's yours so, that you have? So mine is, uh, it's cheesy, dude. I don't know if I want to share my catchphrase. I mean, they, they make up a new it's one. So, make up a new one. Make up a new one. Okay. <laughs> all right. You just say anything. You, you say, you know, you're, you're doing well and, you know, you just have your own little conversation in three or four words. You know, I need one of those. You you have a catchphrase. You you, you it's like a, a wheeze pick me. Yeah, up. what's yours? Wheeze, make one up right now. Yeah, come on, bro. Think Here of one. Here we go. That's yours. <laughs> nice. Fits. Fits I, think, yours. I think Lance's is. Hey man, can I get a spot? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he looks I, so mad for a second. I, 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 Sorry, we're trying to progress. I think the fucking you should just be like you, you should be like I'm awesome. That should be your. That would now answer. work for me, dude. Right. <laughs> if I'm awesome, why the fuck is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> Fitz, what's Come yours? Your own this is not an awesome thing a, right I don't now. Have a, if I had to have one, yeah, you have to have one. Basically, to redirect yourself. Yeah, make one. I, I would make just be one. like, calm, calm down. Calm down. That's yours. That's Mine would be, did I do that? <laughs> From Family Matters. Yeah. So, boom. Yes. Full circle. This Bro. podcast. I got you good boy. advice though here at the end. We hit. That's very. That's very wise, Scotty. No, I like that. Yeah. Telling yourself. I'm telling you, momentum. I could not stress. I'm that. older than you guys. I'm 40. You look beautiful. That helps too. I think age actually helps. I look beautiful. Okay, where can we got to we got to wrap up? Anything you want people to know about you, your art or your yeah? Comedy? Where can they see your art? My, my art is getting ready. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Um, sure. Uh, I'm building the dot com for my good. style. Good. And then uh, the comedy commune is a Facebook group. I mm-hmm. need to get a. I need. I have the website. I just need to get it built. So Facebook comedy commune. Yeah, where comedy commune. And then uh, I'm putting out a ton of awesome comedy shows. Like yeah. literally fun. They're fun yeah, events. Yeah, he puts on really, really awesome shows. ones. Uh, and then do you Twitter want to give out anything? your Twitter, Instagram? Um, Instagram is Scotty underscore Lavelle and then at Scotty Lavelle on Twitter. But like I'm on Periscope. Okay. And oh, it's yeah. Lo- he, he crushes it on Periscope. Oh, I got to see it. So Lavelle is L-E-V-E-L-L. Yeah. S-C-O-T-T-Y yeah. underscore L-E-V-E-L-L. Yeah, yeah, sure, for sure. And then, Scott, okay, good. And then um, I'm doing, um, getting ready to film my sketches for yeah, that, baby. Right? the yeah. Comedy Commune YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. Passionate, bro. Uh, well, then that, that's been our podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening, yeah, guys. Great advice, man. Thanks, dude. This was awesome. This was great. Uh, so that's it for us, guys. Follow the show at Gandhi Show on Twitter, and then always go to GandhiShow.com yeah. to see all shows in LA and New York, and follow all of us on Twitter as well through the page. 70, see you guys later. Be well. Go to GandhiShow.com for show dates and more, and follow us on Twitter at Gandhi Show. Lance Weiss, Brendan underscore Fitz, and TJ Del Reno. <laughs> <laughs>